in time. No, we ain't playing. Now we just playing. But we're going to play better games. Step in the room and see that we wouldn't have it another way. Geeks gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. Psych that ain't gonna happen. New games that we made up. That's how you get geeked up. And it's a game for you and us. See what we gonna do. Hit us up and write us in. Let the games begin. So, let the games begin. Cause we just singing game time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode game 17 time. of the Geeked Up Game Time. I'm Devin Barnes. With me, always is the Harley Quinn to my Joker, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show, everybody. A little spoiler alert there for uh, this game, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that later. Remember to, uh, of course, check out episode 16 of the Geeked Up Game Time featuring Marnie Stone. Yeah, big shout out and thanks to uh, Marnie Stone. Definitely With, uh, check that out. Music Enjoy the frontman swap. That's right. But before we get in the game, before we reveal more, we have a... Uh, a very special guest with us this episode. Yeah, the first ever repeat guest on the uh, Geeked Up podcast. You guys love him the first the time. He's breaking the tie for first place with every other guest that's only been on once. <laughs> that's right. So officially Aww. more liked than Marnie and Manzi and Andy and Andre. Andy and Andre. And well, I forget who else, but... <laughs> but thanks for being on the show. <laughs> and I forget who else, and I'm looking right at you, Joe Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But thanks but, uh, again to all of them as well. And a big thank out to Dennis Smith. That's right. You guys loved him. You guys demanded him back. So welcome to the show again. One of our big geek experts, Dennis Smith, is on the show. Yeah. Now, he joined us for, if you recall, I forget what episode, maybe episode 11 or 12, but it was the Star Wars Debate Club. Star Wars Debate where Club. we all gave our opinions. I would also like to say it's great that we have Dennis back on because I actually kind of forgot to say this, but I had, de- I had since... Watch the uh, most recent Star Wars again. And I got to say, you kind of flipped me, definitely. So you're uh, saying that we won the debate. Yeah, I want to say. Well, I, I think that you guys, at, I think we had some point split off, and it went from, like, you guys being on the same team to being enemies. Yeah, no, if that's did. the case, I'm going with Dennis to get him <laughs> to win. I'm shedding a little tear right now. <laughs> shedding a little tear. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man, Great welcome. to be back. Thanks for having me back, guys. Yeah, of it's, course. Welcome I back. I couldn't be more excited to be back. I mean, yeah, definitely. A little bit of a difficult journey to get here. I mean, well, not so much. It was good until I got to Grand Central because I had a little bit of a... Nerd life hack fecal emergency, if you will. So if you're not familiar, <laughs> a life so you're already fecal you're emergency. Already, yeah, you're already getting life like, hacks from Dennis, guys. So yeah. I mean, so, Geek 101. So if you guys aren't familiar with this particular life hack, when you got to go and you really got to go bad and you're When you got to go and you're at Grand Central, let's right, just say. Right, you're <laughs> For the New York the, audience. The old backsplash, as I like to call it. I mean, always, always, before you sit down... Like just throw a little layer of toilet paper down there on the toilet, and then just let it go. Then you don't have to worry about the old backsplash. Then you're good. So Wait, what do you mean? Like putting toilet paper like actually on the seat? So you're no, 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 well, yeah, I'm trying to not make such a mess of my ass as I'm like wiping it. So, if you, so if clear you, this up for me. What all right, exactly all right, are you doing? All right, with the so paper? this is what you do when you know you're having a little bit of a fecal emergency and you're going to the bathroom. Like if you guys know what take, that is out there. It's poop. By the way, Dennis had a shit. It's a fecal for the layman. So, so if all of a sudden I drop the mic and it goes quiet because I'm having another fecal emergency, but I'm okay. I'm all right. I think I got it all under control. When we were young, we called it poopoo caca. Now that we're dignified, caca poopoo, Podcast so, in my closet. Where no, t- when you get into the toilet, like just pull off like a couple little thin sheets so it just lays on top of the water. And I know you I see you're laughing, but it works. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it works. It works like a parachute. Like it's a poop parachute. Yeah. So when you gotta go, when you gotta go rat, bad, some just, like, say. little throw a little bit of layer down there. Sit so, down and then just let it go, and then you won't get any splash. Yeah. Like so the, the idea being, I, I when it, it. Come, when it hits the when it explosively hits the water <laughs> at like the, the 125 miles an hour. It doesn't create the water it, in said Grand Central stall to go all up. Crap, you right, gotta like, like, like wash like, your like inner thighs and fucking like your knees got to get a rub down from water from the bowl, not from shit itself. Right, not to mention having yeah. to wipe your balls and everything else. Like you know, they're dropping <laughs> I was water, trying like not to mention dropping, that, a, yeah. dropping a rock in water to splash it back up. When you put the layer of Perfect. toilet paper think down rock there, and you're like, then you're and fine. Now think then rock you're on fine. Lily pad right. in water. Yeah. So, so then I'm you can just gonna throw this continue out here on then. your way, and you're good. 
I think you guys uh, both need to see a doctor, first <laughs> off. And, well, uh, can I give you my life hack? And I think you're shitting wrong, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, hovering above the thing? To, like, what, your walk? shit doesn't come out no. at fucking light speed? Well, no, all, all brown liquid on this guy's aspect. A lot of uh, big alcohol problems on this, side of, <laughs> on this side of the mic. A lot of this brown water coming well, out. Well, it also didn't help that I was a little bit nervous and I was going to sit down like the toilet bowl level water looked a little high. So I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to like? All right, I definitely need a toilet paper yeah, like a shit raft, like a shit barrier to like take care of all this. Now thing. I feel that I, I'll give, I'll throw out a light, I'll throw out a fecal emergency life hack out here as well for do, my angle. Do they all have to be fecal emergencies? <laughs> Can't we just give any advice yeah. on yeah. the Aren't economy? Aren't they usually or fecal emergencies unless you like wake up the next day after eating like ten pizzas and a couple McDonald's cheeseburgers? Like, I like to wrap my ice cream in a plastic bag. It makes it more of a soft serve. <laughs> That's my life hack, guys. I'll give you another life hack. Actually, if you're expecting, if you're trying to prevent fecal emergency a lot of cheese in your diet a couple days before if you're at a festival perhaps. that's true that's festival 101 right there <laughs> festival 101 a huge cheese <laughs> what's in the cooler cheese, oh i got like cheese, chicken rod, protein good like, beers and literally four pounds of cheese <laughs> avoid fiber so, at all costs but if you are in public though however i'm gonna like i am a strict believer of, of the costanza the, which is known as the Costanza for all nerds, which is finding like a public, a semi-public place where you can use the shitter that's like way better than Grand Central. Mm-hmm. So you got to go hotels here, New York City, hotels yeah. all over the place, walk in like you own it, backpack on. That's very true. And you walk in looking like us and just smile and act like you own the place. You get to go in the hotel uh, bathroom, and then those things are pretty bougie from time to time. They get the <laughs> yeah. candles going, not the dead homeless guy sitting right in the stall. <laughs> Until it becomes an emergency and you feel the gurgle here, then it works its way down. And you're like, oh, boy, now it's time yeah. to go. I don't have time to find this, that, like – it's just yeah. got to be Grand Central with the homeless. <laughs> so that's also Grand Central with the shit raft. So not only is Dennis a huge Star Wars nerd, but he's also a huge poop hack nerd. <laughs> yeah. That was my story in getting here. Sorry, like I didn't re- mean to revert to like six years old and throw poop jokes out there, but <laughs> yeah, I just no. couldn't help it. Just knowing it was you didn't my... intend for us to both say right. the phrase "poo poo caca." I didn't and then intend for you guys to have visions of that. So the order of I just figured I told I you to... we're not doing the debate team again this week. I just had to share my travel story, so that's it. But dude, if you want to. Talk about that more. Look at our spinoff podcast of the uh, Pooped Up podcast. <laughs> we discuss all things poop. <laughs> with, uh, all fecal emergencies. Yeah. We've and only had, had, and had two like episodes. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> but anyway. It's when, always episode number two. It's always episode two on the Pooped Up podcast. <laughs> but with Dennis not only being a pooped up... <laughs> Poop, uh, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars nerd. <laughs> He's got very many random levels of nerdum. So with him being on here, we're going to give you guys a little bonus. Closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Break out the telescope. Then the microscope. All of your other scopes. It's exactly what you hold. We're going to look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look, a very special game tab, closer look. Yeah, a very special uh, closer look, as long as having Dennis on as our first two-time guest. I guess we're also doing our first ever game time closer look. That's right. And see a cross-commingling of the world is a crossover special here, where the Geeked Up podcast is meeting with the Geeked Up game time podcast. <laughs> Mind's blown. Yeah. Minds blown. But like we said, too, like with this Dennis being the uh, resident kind of geek, we bring him on here for our Star Wars geeks questions. But can you really box him into just one geek dumb? And like, what is a geek? What is the definition of a geek, would you say? Yes. Like Dennis, for instance, over here, despite being our Star Wars expert, also has a G.I. Joe tattoo. Boom, G.I. Joe geek. <laughs> he we better be. He we better can't be rule him out of G.I. Joe geek. <laughs> Many varying degrees of nerd in this guy right here. I'm not going to lie. Like, and I'm, I have no shame of it. Nothing, you know? I mean, there's no point having any shame in it. For instance, if you're a uh, geeked up geek, you might be really excited that Andre Davi just had a closer look song on Game Time. <laughs> That's right. On the, you might be sitting there, hey, wait, is this the first time that Andre Davi's closer look has been played on Game I think I'm, it is. I'm a, ge- I'm a huge geeked up geek. <laughs> Music nerd. <laughs> usually do that which kind of like gets you on like the all like kind of like you know like the different categories of like one geek like, like i think in certain geekdom that i would be uh geek in some categories that liam isn't liam would be some and i think dennis might cover all of them but we uh intend <laughs> yeah, to find out this uh closer look um, yeah and like you look. just said what exactly is a geek because i think that's kind of really the essence 
of geek kind of gets confused. We like to think of, you know, the kid from The Simpsons or the comic book nerd. Like, that's exactly. like what we think of as a geek. But really, like, being a geek, because you can be a geek about anything. Right. It's just, like, really just being, like, probably, like, irrationally interested or into something you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. over like having yeah. like just like an obsessive level of interest Geeky in level one of thing. knowledge definitely, yeah. I de- it definitely depends on what level you take it to like is it just a hobby or is it like your life i mean if you're making money off it then it's i mean it's clearly a passion but that's true there are definitely varying degre- <laughs> levels of like fear and level of nerd like my one of my greatest fears like the level of nerd I'm afraid of are the cosplayers because those those guys <laughs> and girls like the take cosplay it to okay, a that's whole a, that's other a level. Specific brand. So the cosplay geeks are uh, definitely their own level of geekdom. I don't think. Uh, and is that like you fear to ever become such a geek where you're dressing up to fucking like? <laughs> well, like me and Devin have talked about the guys that have like you're a Star Wars guy, like the ones that are having their wedding dressed up as Boba Fett, like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've taken it like, too the, far uh, when you're right. But they standing de- on the they altar. devote their lives to it, and like a lot of these people, like well, not that I'm judging, like live in their parents' basement and they do it. Like it's just <laughs> we're judging. Just <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, well, I'm judging. it goes yeah. to a <laughs> whole another level. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Right. And the cosplay nerds, they, they also, they'll do it about just, like, not just showing up dressed as their favorite character, but about, like, the Renaissance Fair and all that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, that would count. Where they do, or, like, Civil War reenactments and stuff like that, where they're just like, what are you doing standing in the woods, I don't know, dressed I th- up like fucking General Lee or whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, I feel like the Civil War reenactment guys are less geeks and more just closet racists. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> drinking some sarsaparilla and dr- dressed into my uh, gray You know, just outfit. pretend, hanging black people. But that, uh, no, I'm <laughs> pretending to say the N-word. This is I a protected Confederate flag. <laughs> but that but, it was the era. <laughs> but they're also another level of geek because they live, eat, and breathe that. Like on top of like doing the reenactment, they they like live that stuff like every day. They're going to work and like researching that. So I mean, it's damn. Yeah, so they're going with racist. They're going racist on this. Yes, because for me, kind of where like uh, I guess that cosplay nerd meets like more the racist like, geek, do, like nerd you can do in private as opposed to public. Like cosplay, you're bringing the nerds to the streets. But I'd say like for me, scariest level of nerd might be a little hacker cliche, but Dungeons and Dragons nerds, the D and D nerds. I, I, I 100% agree. I was never a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> guy at all. Ever. Okay, like they were. I mean, I wasn't a D and D guy per se. But if you gotta remember too, like growing up in like the 90s and whatnot, there were a lot of like intense board games that's out true there to play and I, we loved them because you know what i mean like nintendo could only have gone so far yeah exactly and this was before this was also like in an era where me and devin talked about with uh, one of our video game closer looks recently but like in an era where they're like you couldn't necessarily save your video game and pick yeah. it up later 100 and it was like if you wanted to be playing a more long form game that was longer than just like you at that time on the computer you had to be invested in something like this you know where exactly and you had the board game so like something like dungeon and dragons is just so intense too because like it's not like a set of rules like a 90s intense board game but it really was like the kid would sit there and like uh, you know like make up like the whole like what would you call it? I'm trying to think of the word because I didn't play it. Journey? Adventure? Yeah. Uh, quest, I guess. Quest. The quest would be <laughs> of fucking what they did of like would write it for weeks but like, have it down. Like, There's a set of rules like the dice can do. I'm saying this like I but, played the game. I swear <laughs> no. to God I didn't. Tell us more. Are you sure you didn't play it? I'm kind of afraid right now. I'm going to be honest with you too. I'm basing everything I'm saying right now off Stranger Things. And then Devin made up his own imaginary fairy potion to fight the But you come across some of these guys and girls that played on and dragons, and they were still playing it like even at school without their books and stuff. Like, oh, well, my troll is like a level 14 against your mage, it's level 65, and I'm throwing the ball at you. Like, you yeah, know, just yeah but can like we uh, really judge them so much, Dennis? As uh, you and I have recently, as grown men, been running around the streets of Manhattan catching Pokemon, bring me to my next uh, point. I mean, what about just like the modern day gamer nerds, gamer nerds, the gamer yes. geeks, rather. Because, uh, like I said, Dennis and I have been running around catching Bulbasaurs and fucking po- Pikachu. Yeah, but we also share a mutual friend that's exponentially older than us, and he's like one of the top gamers in the in the, in the country. <laughs> that's very true know. too. We do, we do. But like, I would consider myself definitely a gamer geek. Like, I fucking like. It's sometimes hard for me to get here to the Geeked Up Studios to record an episode because there's a good GTA stunt race going on. Now, what do you, when you talk about this, because kind of what always intrigued me with the gamer nerds is it like the obsession more with the vi- like the various video games that like you're obsessed with wanting to play or is it like how obsessed you get 
in your video game at that moment because there'd be a difference. Yeah, like, no, it's definitely like, at that moment yeah. kind of game. Like I don't like, like rush home. Like, like, what do I play? Because then that brings me, I guess, to like the, the mm. modern age Dungeons Dragons, which is kind of like World of Warcraft, right. where it's right. obsessive and takes over people's lives to the point where there's hilarious YouTube videos of kids <laughs> hiding, kids' brothers hiding cameras in their room. The gamer part for me is more of just like enjoyment, like getting online and just playing with a bunch of guys. And yeah, and it's so different now too. Of like when we were kids, again, we've talked about like playing like. Uh, Goldeneye and it's the four squares all in one TV. Yeah, yeah. Now you can play the same kind of game but like on your own couch and your buddy who like lives in a totally different state is playing there with you. You made yeah. the plans to be up at 10 and they're so much more complex now and the games are just fun. Like I guess what you, to answer your question is like yeah I definitely will play a game for a while and be done with it and make oh what's this next thing like this next hype we're jumping on and Playing that, I don't like obsess over one game. I like, gotta get home and check my village's yeah. gold. And because there's just like a lot of geeks kind of are obsessing about what's coming out next. Like we talk about movie trailers mm-hmm. and get excited uh-huh. for a movie right. premiere. Video games, it seems to be more like they are less interested in the next Bond that's coming out as much as they are like totally obsessing in the current Bond that's going on. Right. You know? I never played Absolutely. Goldeneye. I that's never got in, I never got into Goldeneye. <laughs> I never got into Goldeneye. Nah, yeah, well, we'll kindly leave the show. That's Dennis Smith, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and I knew that was coming that was because every time I bring that up to anybody, like, you didn't play Goldeneye? What's the matter with you? Well, Goldeneye you was the best game ever. Guy? Were you like a PlayStation man? Or what yeah, was yeah, you never yeah, played Mario Kart? Yeah. No. Yeah, he was, was a PlayStation. Mario he must have been a PlayStation guy. <laughs> All right, so we're definitely inviting you on for the geeked <laughs> up Mario Kart Challenge game <laughs> yeah, time exactly. episode 20. <laughs> I'm taking easy money Thank from God you. Thank God there's an NAS in my house. But um, I guess, too, like the guys you were saying, too, like I'm saying like I will like take video games and play them up, and they're piling up. So are there, what, let's say, like the uh, collector geek, the guy that okay, like, yes. has his, I think Dennis will fall on this I, one. I, I most certainly fall on that. His 47 category. unopened Luke Skywalker <laughs> doll. Well, it's now, not that the, crazy. Yeah, it's not, it's not that extreme <laughs> because, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer of like you get it. Open it, let people touch it, play with it. That sounds really bad, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean by My Star that. Wars dolls. My Star right, Wars right, right. dolls. I sw- right. <laughs> oh, so they're not called dolls. They're action figures. Right. I'm like, I'm not opposed to like, somebody like, hey, can I open that and touch it? I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. No, I have a second one in the closet. That right. is, uh, that is not for touching. where you draw the line on collector's geeks. Like Throw me somebody, under the bus, man. Because that's, I guess, where like like collector meets, like divides from hoarder, where it's like, are you just hanging on to every tchotchke that you've been given? <laughs> right. Or are you keeping them in mint condition and like prominently <laughs> right. displayed? Dusting them off. Man. This, I also feel, is a great line where like a regular person will just put you in like ultra geek territory for being a collector, like a rat, like a regular person sees no purpose to having like the entire eighty-six Mets starting lineup action figures, right. like yeah, on exactly. your dresser, but where exactly. maybe you are like chow dope. Yeah, got- that same kid though is buying the fucking eighty-six Mets every baseball card there in the fucking. <laughs> that, you know yeah, what I that's mean? true. That's true. So there's also, I guess, you could say the sports geeks too, the people well, that. Uh, Collector, like, kind of following like, the same sports geeks who are the ones that would make fun of the collector's geeks also don't realize that they yeah. themselves are the quintessential collector geek. Collector, yeah, definitely. Oh, just sports Joe Manager. Yeah, yeah. What was that website? The fathead.com where you got, like, the, the real, like, life size poster of Ben Roethlisberger yeah. and the like, tens of thousands of dollars out of your wall. Like, spent like, on caves. Yeah. Like, well, and I, like, like, as, like, self, you know, di- identified sports geek, I'll say For that sure. there's the varying degrees and they definitely sense sports is so much more like mainstream than a lot of these other geek categories mm-hmm. they definitely don't get the shame and like disgrace that they should for a lot of fantasy sports just talking about computer and gaming there's nothing more nerdy than the guy that's like doing he's got the calculator out and fucking crunching Absolutely. the numbers on who's got more yards per catch right. to like round out his fantasy and those are like right. real fucking yeah, no, things that happen the same guy probably in larger numbers yeah. than D&D you the know like more people geek out on fantasy every player on every team and every and a lot of these people literally bonkers. don't watch or care about like the actual game in motion. It's more of like an economics thing where they look yeah. at the numbers in the aftermath and they don't like get excited as it's going on. They just want to see what happened afterwards. Well, they're like right. the fancy football players too. Then I mean, they would fall into sports geek and kind of a gaming geek. I think playing with, a game but also collectibles it. too. Is it collectible? Yeah, you're collecting players. But the sports collectibles because I was actually just being a sports geek was just in Cooperstown for the Hall of Fame induction where oh. they put in my fav- my childhood the Comic-Con? favorite. Comic Con. 
up sports. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> baseball, the Comic Cons. Yeah, we're like literally the kind of geek I am. Is I traveled for like four hours to watch my favorite baseball player growing <laughs> up give a speech about how honored he is to be in the like. But you're there for three days, and it's just like this. 50,000 people and it's just all baseball, baseball, baseball. Like, talk about cosplay. Everybody's wearing their baseball jersey. I had my, I had my pants, I had my baseball yeah. pants yeah. on. <laughs> I was taking the extra step. <laughs> yeah. I had my fake Piazza mustache and baseball pants on. You I was closeted cosplayer, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're all there and then like you said, for collectibles, there's like memorabilia shops you can line up for an hour to pay a hundred bucks to get like Lenny Dykstra's autograph on an 8x10 to go collect and it's like you're there for it's like three days of baseball, baseball, baseball. But there's no like you don't watch a pitch. There's no TV yeah, with the games. The game. yeah, yeah, like you're not all crowded around watching a game. You're literally they all crowded around to like reflect about how great like Pedro Martinez and Tony Perez were and whatnot. So like, like it is the ultimate nerding out. Like yeah. you're just sitting there chatting about baseball, and then you go through the museum, and it's like talking about what the catcher's mitt looked like in the '40s. <laughs> like that's interesting at all to anybody in the world. You know, you would Think that when it's something like that, they would have they'd have TVs everywhere showing all the different baseball games. Yeah, that exactly. happening at that no, time. like I was literally driving home and I was like, oh wait, the Mets played three games since I've been here. Like talking baseball, <laughs> not thinking about the game. <laughs> But it's like you, there could not be a more nerdy – and you called it the Comic-Con. That's exactly yeah, like Yeah, that sounds exactly what it is. Yeah. God, I never thought of that. Like, of course. I mean, does the, the one if they have one for the basketball, they must have one for football too, I would think, right? Yeah, they got oh, they have, sports. They have one for like rock the, and roll. There's a lot of Hall of Fame. <laughs> rock and roll Hall of Fame. There you go. <laughs> I guess that would bring me to like just music nerds. People definitely geek out. Music this nerds. one's kind of more about – Yeah, I could possibly – I could definitely yeah. fall on this one. But this is definitely also about specific – Bands in general, it'd be kind of like geeking out on Star Wars as opposed to all movies, you know. And I think there's also a general line of the uh, music geeks too, who are also like the uh, condescending music geeks. Oh, like, for sure. Like, oh, you like them? Yeah, maybe like last year, like the new <laughs> yeah. hip hop group that's coming out right now. You know what I mean? The one that's like yeah, yeah. somehow is one step ahead, though, is the fucking like yeah. waiter at DJ like for me, Friday's I'm still a '90s hip hop snob. Like that's yeah. not Nas or Biggie. Like, what do you listen to that horse yeah. shit? That I one call everything that's not Nas. Or Biggie, Dirty South. You still listen to the Dirty South? <laughs> that that one guy that Liam was a huge Timbaland Magoo fan. Give <laughs> a thousand one reasons why Neil Peart's the best drummer alive. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't care if yeah. he's talented, like the best uh, drummer. The fucking rest of the band stinks. Or like yeah. uh, Liam and I said in the show too. Uh, what's his fuck? Dave Grohl. Fucking like, a lot of Foo Fighters fans have yelled at us for this one. But <laughs> Liam and I say, oh, he's great at hundred instruments. Maybe get good at one. Yeah, seriously. Isn't it really interesting like, that he plays? Sessions drums on this track? No, the song no. stinks. Yeah. Right? It's terrible. I never heard of the song because well, he's not playing one instrument really good. <laughs> but for like you know the uh, Grateful Dead and now Fish afterwards have like kind of made it the thing where like you you're not a real fan if you haven't attended seventeen hundred of the concerts. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like Jesus Christ, how many times do I got to fucking see the band to like be a fan of these assholes? Right. Like that's such a good thing too, and this got me thinking. Like since we're recording here in New York, is uh, I'm gonna throw this little kind of bizarre bonus one out there: the New York geek. <laughs> The one who's just like, oh, how long have you lived here? You're not a true New Yorker. Right. <laughs> Sneaky bagel oh, yeah, fucking. Yeah. Like, he gives tours of Coney Island and, and sells hot dogs the on the side. Ever. <laughs> yeah, man. One guy in particular. <laughs> You've only lived here 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, they're 25. Yeah. Oh, and exactly. Yeah, I think the uh, New York geek. I think we're now we're just replacing the word geek with asshole. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. In this case, you say. And really, the that's any the time basis of the show. Since like he has one. to know where you're going so he can mm -hmm. quantify your route. Oh, you're going to uh, 44th and Second. How are you getting there? You're taking the uh, you're taking the four train. You know the five runs express. You can transfer at the seven and go cross town if yeah, you want to take the A up there. There's always just something like better. Jesus Christ. I'm just oh, where'd like, you eat last night? Oh, at Anthony's. Oh, Anthony's <laughs> is all right, but you know what was really good? Yeah, if you yeah. like Marco's, is right next door. Exactly. Dude. I'm sorry. You've never down, been down to pianos at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Friday <laughs> night. You suck. Maybe yeah. this would bring me exactly. to uh, from New York nerd. Another like kind of like sports nerd flies under the radar. But how about foodies and oh. like uh, beer and wine snobs? Beer yeah. and wine snobs. Wine snobs, wine geeks, I guess if we're calling them. We can, uh, I can kind of give you the pass on it a little bit because, you know, I know wine, but whatever. But the fucking beer geek, the fucking, <laughs> yeah, like, that's true, the actually. guy who's just been, like, trying to class up their the guy who's just been yelling at me for the last five minutes for drinking a Budweiser, dude. Like, you <laughs> yeah. are the fucking worst person. That's true. Like, there's a more implicit dignity in wine where it's just yeah. like, let's not be like a chicken, it'd be like a <laughs> buffalo wing snob, you know, like, yeah. what is this, Frank's Red Hot? Get this shit 
out of here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and that to me is what the beer. Dude, you're still drinking a beer, you fucking yeah. piece of shit. Or people that like talk about the entree they had like it's interesting, not delicious. You yeah, know what I mean? Like exactly. it was quite a pairing, you know? They were if it tastes good, I'll eat it and I'll drink it. That's yeah. the bottom line. Exactly. Right? I don't need a dissertation on like the hops and the That's right. grapes and all that stuff. Ego spot. Sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What's in your wallet? I think is the uh, catchphrase for them. So I guess that's going to uh, take us away from this very special closer look. Yeah, this game time closer look. That's right. You guys never saw it coming. And that'll get us right back to, uh, we'll do a little Wayne's World. Get us right back into this episode's game time. So, of course, we have to now step into the game closet. And since Dennis Smith is here, yet again, we've tricked him twice like we do with our guests. We don't just bring you on here to chit-chat about pooping. <laughs> we, uh, it's not just fecal emergency hack lives, oh, but God. we're going to play you in here. Get a little bit of your uh, Star Wars expertise in this very unique game we're going to play. And in uh, honor of Suicide Squad coming out in theaters August 5th. Ching. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, check, DZ. We are going to play our version of uh, Suicide Squad, and we're going to be calling it the Geeked Up Homicide Crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> geeked Up Homicide Crew. <laughs> and if you're a uh, geeked up, and again, if you're one of these geeked up geeks, you might think that the game is a little bit similar to the Fantastic X Avenger Squad, where we're going to be this time making up our own super team mm-hmm. of super villains, however. That's right, all villains in honor of Suicide Squad. Which uh, I think uh, the other reason we brought Dennis on here, though, because besides his nerdy level, is how excited he is to see Suicide Squad. Well, listen, I'm okay with Suicide Squad. I mean, the first trailer was like, meh, it's kind of okay. But, I mean, I think they did – I think they might have cheated a little bit and they continue to cheat using music in particular with their That's trailers. True. Yeah, true. it definitely sets a weird tone that, like, doesn't necessarily reflect the movie at all. Yeah, no, and I think the trailers, as they've been coming out, have gotten better, too. As, like, the Batman vs. Superman trailer started coming out more and more, it started looking shittier and shittier. Worse and worse, right. yeah, because we've talked about the trailers a lot on the Geeked Up actual, you know, the Geeked Up podcast. And, and that's true, too, because if you remember, like, when they first broke the picture of Jared Leto on this show... I think me and Liam almost dedicated a whole episode of the actual Geeked Up podcast. I'm just talking about how disgusted we were that Jared Leto was a joker. And the picture they premiered, yeah, too. Yeah, and the was gothy like, kid. Yeah, yeah. It's like the gothy kid that hit under the stairs in high school. I it's think got, I referred to him as to the youngest son of home improvement in the later seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I never. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> I mean, no, no, even the, the younger other, one. Younger, even the younger one. <laughs> like his younger goth. brother oh, goes goth. Yeah, when he does. Mark I, goes goth. Because that was a thing that was going on at those times. <laughs> but I, lit, I legitimately like the look in the field movie. I think it looks pretty good. I mean, it, it does. And it, I, Like I said, I think they're cheating a little bit with the music. Unless they use the music from the trailers within the movie, you know, yeah, I mean, which I don't still see coming, falls playback a little like, bit like... Everybody seems to be like riding the curtails of Guardians of the Galaxy with the music, you know, like the yeah. Martian did and everything. You that's know? true, but, actually. And, and let's be honest, industry. too, though. This is the first um, DC movie now that's not a Snyder-directed film. You know what I mean? This is David Ayer that's directing it. Right. And he's as Fury. You saw Fury. I mean, yeah. Fury's great. Fury's a so great movie. If, if he maintains that feel. One of the only Shia LaBeouf movies I've violence. ever walked out of and been like, that was a good movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so... That's interesting, too, because, like, so far that, um, you know, it's been... Ben Snyder that's been like the forefront of the DC directed movies yeah. like even when the Marvel movies were coming out you know it was John Favreau was right. directing Iron Man and I guess the uh, second movie would have been the uh, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk which to be completely yeah. honest with you I don't remember who directed that but but my point being I don't is, think anybody knows who directed that <laughs> to be honest with it you. wasn't Ang Lee I mean, tell, it wasn't Ang Lee I'll tell you that it much it certainly wasn't Brokeback <laughs> Hulk but uh, <laughs> it wasn't Brokeback Hulk but, yeah, so that's the problem that DC is facing is that, like, their first two movies have been directed by the same guy, so they have the exactly same feel, and they haven't given themselves a chance to grow. So the other interesting thing about Suicide Squad is that we're getting to see a different director yeah. finally take on the DC helm, yeah. and it's about the villains. Yeah, it's a take, really yeah. interesting take to do because – and the thing you kind of respect DC for is that they're taking this approach where I guess where Marvel is like, look, it's all kind of starting with Iron Man and, like, oh, now other people are popping up that, like, the DC movies are almost doing, like – their own, like, no, this history has already been there. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like, like Batman's right, already yeah, been a thing. Right, These right. Jokers has already been a thing. Like, you guys know the story. We're not going to deal with it. Like, the newest thing, I guess, would be the environment would be Superman. 
that yeah. he just kind of like showed up a couple years ago yeah. as main hero, but like all these other heroes are kind of already established. Yeah, yeah. it goes a long way in like creating the world, like the universe that they live in. For it makes sure, it feel like a yeah. much more in depth, like three dimensional universe. Exactly, and that the whole now franchise is about the created universe that they're gonna be able to go from movies to movies and whatnot because of you know. So, so the Suicide Squad, like that's the thing. Like make a movie centered around the villains. I think it's a really interesting kind of approach. But uh, kind of like what we do in the show is, uh, I think we could do better. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, so. We take that and we try to uh, improve upon uh, that one right. billion dollar idea here on our podcast. So uh, what we're doing then is already coming up with a better title first that we told you guys: the uh, geeked up yeah. homicide Check. squad, <laughs> suicide. What are we? The uh, emo kid from Home Improvement. <laughs> I know, seriously. Got him again. We're turning this on you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're coming to get you, America. <laughs> So we're gonna do kind of the uh, kind of like the same setup we've done in past games. We're gonna pick, we're gonna pick names out of a hat. We're gonna uh, we're gonna organize a team. We're gonna present yeah. it to you guys, and then but, kind uh, of like in honor of Dennis being here and kind of getting into earlier on the closer look, kind of just like the whole geek world and all of the different geek categories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing bunch of a couple of different uh, categories of bad guys. We're gonna take um. We're going to each take a bad guy from every different category. We have five different categories that we're going to pick from. Um, yes. Like Liam was saying, in honor of Dennis being here, of course, Dennis came up with his uh, Star Wars villains. Yeah, he, right. got, he brought the Star Wars bad guys. I'm, of course, bringing the 1990s professional wrestler bad guys. And I am, of course, I am so many knowledge of so much stuff in the geek world. It was hard to pin it down to Game of Thrones. But <laughs> I'm going to go straight Marvel, so, so we're going against DC. I'm yeah. taking the uh, Marvel expert route. Marvel bad guys. But now then, of asking, course, since it's the Geeked Up show, we've right. got to throw the uh, Stephen only... Root bonus points. We're creating a team of supervillains. You tell me Stephen Root's not going to be one of them? That's right. So <laughs> we're going to have the Stephen Root bad guy. Yeah, the three nastiest Stephen Root guys you've ever seen. <laughs> and then, um, Which, also, by the way, Stephen Root plays more nice guys than you'd think for such yeah, a, uh, a weasley looking yeah. sociopath kind of guy. A, like, it was a hard one <laughs> to uh We had to find. kind of stretch for one of our three. Yeah, well, whatever, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we picked what we picked. I'm sure there's a lot of them out there, actually. But um, also then, of course, in honor of Geeked Up, Locked Up, and just uh, being kind of celeb fans, we're doing our uh, celebrity bad guys. Yeah, our real-life bad guys. So we're not going to have it's going to be a team yeah, of fictional supervillains and then one real-life asshole <laughs> yeah. tagging along. That's right. So I guess, Dennis, do you want to start it off there? Who are the uh, – so we each – I guess to be, give it a little more background, we each we, – there's three people in each category, right? We all picked a name out of a hat from each category to uh, assemble our own homicide crew. Yeah, yeah. And what we we're, each provided one selection then randomly selected our teams. Exactly. So it's all totally random with the teams we picked. What we're going to do here then is do uh, just kind of present our case of who thinks which team is going to be the best team and how they kind of got together. What you guys are going to do out there is email us in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, that's thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. You can send us the email. We're on Facebook, SoundCloud. And iTown, all under the same name, The mm-hmm. Geeked Up Podcast. At gmail.com. And Andre Davi's on SoundCloud, y'all. Woo, baby! <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm pretty happy with my team. <laughs> and Dennis, you have a Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. pretty confident with my team. And Dennis is also on uh, CoolGuyGIJoe420 <laughs> at AOL.com. <laughs> so send him your emails. We brought him back because you guys love them so yeah, much. Yeah. G.I. Joe fan 69er at... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so I guess we should get, name you guys off who we've picked in each category. Dennis, you can start with yours. So who are All the right. three Star Wars characters you're throwing in the hat? Uh, the three Star Wars characters I threw in the hat were Salacious B. Crumb. All right, now who the hell is Salacious, Salacious B. Crumb? was Jabba's little minion. You know, the one that, got, that tore the eyes. Which one, the dancing chick? No. Was it dancing chick or laughing guy? The little dude that the tore the eyes out of C-3PO. Like, got sitting there in between okay. Jabba's yeah, little eyes. Yeah, the, the one he wasn't eating. He was always laughing. Stupid laugh. Yeah, yeah. Jabba loved him, so you know he's pretty evil. The second one was the Wampa that smacked the shit out of Luke in Empire Strikes Back. At the beginning? Okay, what exactly no. is a wampa? I forget. Wampa, I forget all these big white beast with the horns. Oh, okay. Oh, like when Luke was on the Tauntaun. Yeah, right. The, the abominable snowman. <laughs> right, Dennis. And I then, almost jinxed yeah. you. If I was right. a little bit louder, I could have jinxed Bob you. Abominable snowman. You said it wrong. <laughs> 
And finally was the Rancor from Return of the Jedi. Rancor. I know who Rancor is, actually. He, right. again, is associated with Jabba, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, also associated with Jabba. Luke yeah. falls in the hole. He doesn't have his lightsaber, and he has to fight this big monster and that fat guy. In the oh, okay, the monster that yeah. Luke fights. I yeah, the clay monster. <laughs> yeah, the clay monster. <laughs> Luke ends up that's no monster. throwing a skull at the door control. And so you might notice that Dennis didn't pick okay, so any the Rancor Jedi. And Salacious right. B. Crumb could potentially... Have an allegiance, you know, there. Yeah. And no, no, like, Darth, no Darth Vader in that no, villain man. category. We got a uh, salacious B. Crump. Now, yeah, bonus seriously, points we really thought you... outside the box without using, uh, I don't know, Darth Maul. Yeah. Bonus points if you can email us in what the B stands for. Salacious <laughs> B. Crump. It's Bartholomew. I confess <laughs> that. I don't even know like, that. Salacious Bartholomew Crump. <laughs> that would take me to a whole other level of geek if I actually knew what the B stands for, and I actually don't know what the B stands for. All right, so but you will find out. That's Dennis's hilarious three Star Wars villains. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting to doubt your uh, Star Wars geek expertise. <laughs> oh, out of the box. He just leaves that out yeah. of the box. Uh, out of the box, something you've never done with all those collectibles. Hey. <laughs> you know, right. Not true. Not down true. It, anyway. No, all right. So, okay, the next category would be Liam's category. Yeah, what three wrestlers did you pick for us? <laughs> I'm going a little Dennis here, actually. I myself thinking outside the box. Right, all right. No Ric Flairs, no Hollywood Hogans. It'd be too easy to create your right. supervillains with. I'm going to go with uh, my personal favorite 90s professional wrestling bad guy, which was Erwin R. Scheisser. All right, he went by the wrestling name IRS, and his IRS. whole gimmick was so he IMDb. was like, the, <laughs> like this guy's style. <laughs> and his whole gimmick was he was like the uh, tax. He was a bad guy tax auditor that would come out and he would go to the crowd, listen up, all you tax cheats, and then threaten them to like investigate them all for tax fraud. And then the fans would be going nuts, booing. Boo! We're not ta- I pay my taxes, goddamn it! <laughs> Yeah. All right, so you got IRS. He wears a he wears a, a necktie and suspenders. He's hilarious. Then you got the uh, '90s bad guy that I most wanted to be like, Ravishing Rick Rude. God, now his style Rick is he would Rude. have a, a girl randomly come up and oil his abs as he like gyrated. And the gimmick li- and the gimmicks were always like revolving around him stealing another wrestler's wife. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's hilarious. He can be a seductive like as well as a uh, powerful. How did he get on with Ric Flair, by the way? They seem like they would be uh, pretty good buddies. I don't know. They're kind of cornering the same market. I'm yeah. like, uh, either they really got along or they really hated each yeah, other. Exactly. Did they ever team up, actually? I don't think so. They were like usually in different leagues, I think, for, oh, the, yeah. for their eras. I'm sure some bigger wrestling geek than me will correct me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one I'm going to go a little Talking bit Talking to main- you, Orla. <laughs> and the last one I'm going to go a little bit mainstream and comic book movie in general, but Andre the Giant. Ooh. He's 7'4". He fought Hogan in WrestleMania 3. He was ah. best friends with Million Dollar Man in the mid-90s. So we had to go with Andre the Giant, the wrestler, because I want the Princess Bride version. <laughs> Princess Bride. That, well, he was pretty nice in Princess that, Bride. Yeah, that dumb original Hodor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the original the original Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> I got the button for you, buttercup. Oh, Shut up, Hodor. <laughs> All right, so IRS. So how about gen- you with your uh, Marvel bad guys? Admittedly, not as funny as your guys. I just want to <laughs> oh, uh, go serious on us. Yeah, I want to just throw in the mix, get some powers in there, right? So I picked uh, one. Of course, I think everyone knows him, Magneto. He's been portrayed a couple of times in the movies. He's been the only guy that they've ever fought in the movies, exactly. so you might have seen him there. So why not have him be the only guy we fight here? Yeah. So we all know Magneto, the master. Magneto. So we all have Magneto. <laughs> So then I'm going with uh, the second one as a Marvel villain because there's so many of them. I wanted some good ones out there. Sabretooth was always a big fan. I was always a big always fan a of him. Always a good one. He was just like this Wolverine's evil, kind like of the evil Wolverine. Yeah, like the bad. A, even a time like the 90s comics where you thought he might be his dad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, Sabretooth, Wolverine's dad. They're both so old. They're the healing factor. They both in the Weapon X. He's basically the evil Wolverine. Just like this animal healing factor. Just like hardcore, like gangster. And, of course, the third one I went with was, uh, I mean, I don't even know how you could beat this one. It's kind of cheating to throw her in there. But I went with uh, Asbestos Lady. <laughs> I mean, I still think you made that one Asbestos Lady? Asbestos, asbestos lady. lady or Asbestos Girl? Definitely had to go to, like, no, Google for, uh, definitely had to Google, like, 15 funniest bad guy supervillains for this one. Asbestos Lady is a villain from the 40s 
that fought the original Human Torch, not the Fantastic Four version, but like Well, Marvel asbestos will catch on fire course. pretty easy. That's a tough matchup. <laughs> At the time, they didn't think it did. So what you would do was put asbestos gear There's asbestos is fireproof, like, I tell you. They, were they better stick it in your roof. And they were all fireproof. So asbestos lady would cover the gang up in asbestos gear so they couldn't set on fire. And so not would, only that, she'd give them cancer. Yeah, they would die slowly Jesus. of lung cancer. Oh, it's a methylcemioma. It's all over the place. Jeez. But so uh, that's my Marvel she sucks. crew. Asbestos lady. Yeah, you hope you don't pull asbestos lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I guess continuing with the categories, with the never-ending parade of categories, we got our X Factor Stephen Roots, and like we said, it was a little hard coming up with like actual Stephen Root bad guys. Here. It was. And He's and, such uh, a likable guy. He's such <laughs> a, an affable son of a bitch. So I guess the first one we did was uh, Eddie Gothair. Who is the character from True Blood who was just the lazy gay vampire. <laughs> yeah. Now, we don't really know if he was a bad guy or he, he was a gay, gay. vampire. <laughs> on, as, as IMDb said, gay vampire. So we're throwing him in the bad guy character. He's a, you right. know, he's a vampire. <laughs> so then I guess the second one we did was, uh, now this was literally the character's name on IMDb. Man who hires Wells <laughs> from No Country from Old yes. Men. Now, Wells was obviously Woody Harrelson. This Woody was the guy Harrelson. that hired him. Yeah. Big guy in the uh, high rise, pretty sure Javier Bardem kills him and lets that other little Weasley guy go, but. He was that guy in two his money. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows if he was the bad guy, because I'm pretty sure that the other guy was worse. If, if Shiger was like his villain, then I'm pretty sure he was the good guy, but <laughs> that's a story for a different day. Yeah, he's still a bad guy to me. And then, of course, another hilarious name, radio, racist radio station man. <laughs> oh, brother, we're out brother, there. Let me right. guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like the guy that was on the station that they were always listening to that would just uh, drop the N-bomb occasionally yeah. while describing the coming up, coming up playlist. He would just say it just to describe the music he doesn't want played. <laughs> You know, was he, kind was of he like, blind in that movie? He was no. blind. Yeah, he was blind. Yeah, he was blind. That's because yeah, they had a black guy right, playing with right. him too. That's so. right. All right. Well, right. you know what that they means for the uh, for the team super hearing. And All right. Then, so that's our Stephen Roots, and then our X Factor. Maybe Dennis, you want to uh, read off our X Factor list? Who's our uh, real three, life three celebrities that we got going here? All right. Our three celebrity bad people are number one. All of our favorites, Mr. Ornthal James Simpson. <laughs> the juice. How's he a bad guy, man? He was no, found innocent. No, there's there's no, really any nice explanation sideline highlights. He was funny in those naked gun movies. Yeah, the cheery guy. Shot. His superpower is to throw a white Bronco at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we have is the douchebag himself, Stephen Avery. <laughs> okay, well, big, big target yeah. on the Geeked Up podcast. I guess we know which way uh, Dennis leans on uh, the Stephen <laughs> Avery case. I know. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, the most innocent douchebag <laughs> I've ever seen. And then finally, like one of my favorites, and I mean, also relates into Stranger Things, kinda. One known a writer. Oh, that criminal! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> far worse than the two murderers. Or the chick that versus manic depressive. <laughs> Kleptomaniac. Yeah. I don't know why the Nona writer made the celebrity villains. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stealing merchandise from hey. Sears is a big deal. Crime, crime is a crime. We shouldn't just be letting this be going. Was it Sears? Was it Sears that she stole from? No, it was some like department store. Some like low level department store. Like she was like a Kasha. So those are the categories we have to go with. We're each going to pick a name out of... Yeah, uh, so those are our 15 <laughs> people. <laughs> and then we randomly... Uh, previously, then we randomly drew them out of a hat and selected our teams uh -huh. that we will present to you now here to uh, form out our Geeked Up Homicide Crew. Homicide Crew, baby. <laughs> Not getting sued by DC anytime soon, goddammit. We're too clever. All right, so anybody, uh, any volunteers to go first here? Uh, as a true, um, I guess, homicide crew, although I mean more the suicide way, I will <laughs> neglect to go. I will, uh, I will go first. I will uh, bat and lead off. I will lead off because uh, I picked a pretty ragtag group of guys. Yeah, you got definitely got shot. I guess you should go first because you're definitely like the last in the favorites, depending like on the uh, preseason poll. You definitely have the shittiest looking team, so you should go last. For sure, you know? but I, I see a way to get out of this. So uh, I have the Wampa from Star Wars, IRS from my wrestling team, oh, Asbestos wow. Lady from Marvel, the gay vampire from True Blood, <laughs> but I got OJ Simpson. But you got the ju 
juice. So I got the juice. Uh, so your strategies: let these guys take a rest and let OJ do all the like killing. 1978 fantasy football draft. I'd be looking pretty fucking pretty right now. <laughs> Dude. So here's it. Like the reason my team got together is because let's be honest, they're all a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> they're I, uh, all the shittiest villains yeah. in their respective categories. So of course, the team leader OJ got them together. Realize that we can't all be losers, man. I was somebody, and now I'm a loser like you losers. <laughs> but, I mean, OJ can't have that, so he's the team leader on this one. Uh, a best of this lady, man, I don't know. Like, they're all wearing some pretty shitty jackets, so just, uh, <laughs> my team's going to die fast because, you know, they all have methylcelioma yeah. at this point. Except uh, Stephen Root, the gay vampire. And uh, while IRS is still alive, the Wampa, who knows what the Wampa is. <laughs> <laughs> the Wampa's tough to control, yeah, you know? It's is, tough to... Is. And plus, it's summertime right now. He's, he's dead from the beginning. Yeah. He's dead from the beginning. <laughs> this movie not, takes place yeah. in Arizona, yeah, so I'm, he's fucked. I'm not giving my team a good shot, except that I have one uh, ace up my sleeve. Besides asbestos. Ladies. I was going to say, besides asbestos, he slowly you know, kills us all. We need to like, slowly start picking people off while the rest of you guys fall. But here's what it is. Since we're talking about an illegal criminal organization, I guarantee the fucking paper trail doesn't lead up. You know what I mean? You have offshore bank accounts here. Yeah, you're not claiming this shit in the tax. And that's when my man IRS comes in here <laughs> and audits every one of you fucking villains, dude. Okay, okay so he's going to audit our teams, you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, like, so you're going to play a little strategy. I got IRS and gay vamps okay. still running around. <laughs> and, uh, Did you bill us to death? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> that's what the IRS did, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. Watch SummerSlam and, uh, 96. He did up. it to the warrior. IRS is heartless, too, because if you remember back when, too, he also uh, repossessed a headstone of a child, which made which made a uh, the Undertaker go bonkers <laughs> and they battled for years. That's what flipped Undertaker face was fighting the IRS. That's a true IRS wrestling story. Was that? By he, the way, uh, Devin just outgeeked me on. Uh, yeah. That would have been <laughs> like me telling him what happened in the last Game of Thrones. The episode. Ultimate villain. He repossessed a child's headstone from his parents because they couldn't pay their taxes. And they, I told they, you he was yeah, an asshole tax. I can get behind that. I can get behind. You didn't behind believe that. me when I told you he was an asshole so tax. My team's pretty rough because he's not exactly a child killer, but he's a child. He's even a worse. dead kid grave. I don't know. Like a piss in honor. But uh, so that wasn't end, in the storyline. It's right uh, IRS and uh, the True Blood Stephen Root vampire that's gonna win it for me, guys. <laughs> All right, that's okay. a nice solid okay. case. Uh, how about for go up next? How about I? I propose since this is the show, Dennis is the guest. I make him go next. Okay. <laughs> was, all right, I got it. Nothing okay. was Devin. All if right. Devin's using his guy to uh, audit our guys, this means war. So I'm gonna make Dennis go, <laughs> right. so I can use what both of you said against you in my retort. Just remember, you're uh, okay. Under your deposition so right I'm, now. I'm, like, I'm pretty happy with the draw that I have because first of all, I have Winona Ryder. <laughs> I have the racist stadium manager. Uh, I have Magneto. Is that Renona Ryder? Or are those two separate? <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant. Okay, you got Andre. He's the like. Rancor. That really does so make you the number one seed. You got no, I oh, said you Magneto. got Magneto. Also? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you Winona, got Andre the Rancor, Magneto, the radio station manager, Magneto, Andre, and the Rancor. So right. you got a pretty solid. Team. So why they get together? Magneto formed this team. Obviously. First of all, he uses Winona Ryder to go in and steal information from each one of the individual teams <laughs> to figure out what's going on with each one of those teams. Now, Nicely one, done. Once they all meet up, he puts Steven Root on the front lines with a megaphone to shout out racist remarks to try and draw them all into a fight. Wow. <laughs> and after that, oh, after OJ that, wouldn't stand for that shit. I'll tell you that right now. OJ would have fallen after victim. That, Magneto shows up floating through the air and he uses his power of metal to bend armor around Andre the Giant and around the Rancor and just throws the rancor and Andre the Giant at the team to just crush Jesus. them with brute You're not force. even using so Andre. Special. <laughs> You're not even using Andre or the rancor as their own parachutes. Yeah, no. weapons as Magneto's. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Magneto's just like pretty bad. He's just rapping, wrapping them in armor. Screaming and screaming like, that he doesn't play black music. <laughs> yeah. I don't play black music, Juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And why Nona Ryder got the intel on all of us, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. With their expertise thieving skills. <laughs> 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 That's a pretty lethal. He also came with direct strategy for his yeah. team, which yeah. I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> yeah, but how are their uh, W-2s looking? Uh, yeah, I know, seriously. In my defense. Is uh, he, yeah, IRS is going to have a field day with Rhinota Ryder, <laughs> yeah, first of all. Before he does any... Uh, just straight up eating the fucking IRS. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think the Rancor has to file, considering he's a Star Wars monster. I don't know. If, none of them are worried about tax evasion. None of them are worried about vampires, because they're all protected in armor, so you can't bite them, so he's fucked there. And he's a lazy vampire, too. Yeah, and he, he watched the show on True Blood. He was uh, very lazy. He was very intense. And he's gay. He's not out. much of a fighter. He's not the most badass vampire, you know? Stop it! <laughs> All right, so I guess that goes. Uh, I guess that brings me up to my team. All right, now Dennis came with more direct strategy. Devin was just like using a hope and a prayer. <laughs> I was on. kind of more trying to uh, create a solid, well-rounded. I was going for like you know these movies. I was trying to make a good movie supervillain team because in the movies, like the the team never loses. You know what I mean? Even in the Suicide Squad, I bet you in this first one, the Suicide Squad's gonna win because it's a movie supervillain team. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I agree. So I was trying to create a good movie supervillain team. All right. All right. So I'm gonna start with uh, my Stephen Root X Factor, the guy who hired Wells. Oh. He's obviously an asshole, like business kind of conglomerate drug lord, mover and shaker. So he's gonna be the guy that gets the whole thing together. All right. He's all right. Kind of like the uh, pain of the hey, guy that got Wells. <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> total five minutes later. So he was the one. He was the one that formed your team. Yeah, yeah okay. So he's, well. he's kind of like the bane, you know. Because and the only reason I'm doing this is because the only other thing that he's done in his movie lore is get killed. So I really got to go with that. Well, he's he also got up. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, so then we've got for like my actual badass, we've got Sabretooth, All right, vicious. All right, yeah, life. Uh, Healing life, factor. Yeah, life healing factor. You got him teaming up with Stephen Avery. Because <laughs> also, another thing with Sabretooth was like he was already a serial you killer. so matter-of-factly, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, how perfectly do these fit up? Because yeah, no. Sabretooth was already a serial killer before, so he's fucked up in the head. You're going to meet him with Stephen Avery. Like, uh, Wells is going to hire Sabretooth. He's going to find Stephen Avery out in the backwoods of wherever the fuck he's living. He's going to mentor him on how to fucking, like, take his sociopath shit to the next level, all right? So you've got two pretty badass guys there. Then you're going to have Salacious B. Crumb, all right? And he's just there as the comic relief. <laughs> Every, like, movie team needs, like, the one guy that's just the asshole saying funny shit in the back, you know? That's because Salacious B., his whole, Salacious Crumb's whole gimmick was that he needed to make Jabba the Hutt laugh Every day, or else he'd be put to death. <laughs> the court jester. So you know he's gonna get a couple jokes off throughout the right. So he's gonna be making the kids laugh. He's gonna be all the kids' favorite. You know, the role. It's gonna be the salacious B. Crumb roller coaster. You'd think Andre the Giant, but no. I like this. I like this. Then you're gonna have Rick Rude being there just because he was my favorite '90s professional wrestler. He doesn't need any other explanation. <laughs> I would say you could at least have like you know deflect Winona Ryder <laughs> and Asbestos Girl. That's Asbestos true. Asbestos Lady and Winona Ryder don't stand a chance. Against, uh... <laughs> That's true. He's gonna be there to uh, before Winona Ryder can get the intel. He's gonna he's lure her into the sack to then head. only be raped by Stephen Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, gimmick will come I can't wait circle. to hear about the emails about this one. <laughs> but I just feel like it's a very well-rounded team, you know, yeah. from like comic relief to enforcer to mastermind to my personal fave. So just to reiterate there, just in case you guys haven't been following, Dennis has an extreme amazing assault team. <laughs> I have a group of kind of a bunch of losers. And Liam assembled the biggest bunch of creeps you have ever seen <laughs> yeah. in your life. I really went, yes. Maybe the part of the jail, you're like, no, well, don't go on that. <laughs> White, black, Spanish, you don't go on that. Yeah, side the wing of the it. jail they break out of is definitely the child toucher lounge. <laughs> like, <laughs> But yeah, that's my uh, movie-oriented, geeked-up horror crew, or geeked-up homicide crew. Yeah. To sell popcorn and sell tickets so there can be a sequel so the rest of the universe can be fought, you know? So what team will win this battle? Because you can't lose teams. the fight to these two teams. Yeah. So I guess really if you wanted to let us know like who, which team you think won, you, know, you can always let us know on Facebook. Now I guess maybe just to break it down a little bit, out of the... Uh, the preseason polls, we got Dennis has probably got to be the first ranking. Yeah, he's looking good. How would, you, how would you go about, how do you think our team could go about beating Dennis here? Because uh, this is a three-way case. Recruit? Match. Should me and you, <laughs> should, should our Recruit? geeked up ho ho uh, homicide crews meet up, team up to take down Dennis's crew? That's true. And then pick up the... Uh, and then see and who can... Really, I'm uh, I'm really lean on the W two thing. So I'm uh, I'm lazy. hoping that my team like sells ourselves to Dennis's team to like spare honest. our lives. Well, let's be but, honest like, here. We have my, to work for his. My snowman, could, I think, could uh, hold up against uh, Andre the Giant. Yep, agreed. But then the agreed. ranker would just rip my snowman's head off. I don't know. Luke took that thing down in like but the first scene. Lady, 
He wrapped its leg. He he tied its shoelaces together and watched it fall on its face. Asbestos lady could pull a uh, Winona and go over to the defect to the other side and start giving everyone asbestos uh, blankets. Well, (laughs) you could also do this if the rancor. It's a long game. It's a long game. It's the end game here. If the rancor, if the rancor picks up asbestos girl and starts to chew on her, the rancor's dead. That's like true. Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. Well, in twenty years, the ranker has a good lawsuit. <laughs> and that's where IRS kicks in. And that's where IRS kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we all. Have it's a long-term play. win, but Dennis's it's still a team win. might win, but they're going to be broke in the long run. <laughs> so right. it's going to be a fucking mess. They're going to be coming back to Mister to the guy who who hired Wells to see if there's any work around. The only thing in mind, though, is uh, I still think my OJ is still somehow, even if we lose, he's still getting out of it. He's still uh, escaping the heat of this battle. <laughs> OJ always lives to fight another day. That's true. That's true. At least that's what Cuba Gooding Jr. told me. Gloves doesn't fit. You got to quit. That's right, baby. My OJ doesn't even wear gloves. <laughs> <All right>. Anyway. <laughs> So I guess those are the teams we're presenting to you guys. Email us at the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. Listen to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. Check us out on iTunes at, you guessed it, itunes.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. I think you'll see us <laughs> hanging around out there. No, that, that one's on Hippopotamus Live. It's oh, a weird shit. title we went with for our iTunes page, but Hippopotamus Live yeah. That's right. backslash iTown. You find the geeked up dot org. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dot org. Don't EDU. forget the dot org. We're, uh, <laughs> we're an org. But uh, that'll bring us to uh, the end of this episode's game time. Again, big thanks to uh, Dennis for once again. Guys, it's great to be back. Always love coming back. Yeah, Dennis, thanks again no, for bestowing you your nerd great. fun with us. Really? Yeah, good time. Good time. It's good Sorry times. about all the poop. Yeah, well. <laughs> But um, shit happens. <laughs> so that's the main game. Like I said, email in. But of course, we're geeks. We're never done playing, and we might have a very special trivia challenge to go down here. IMDb. IMDb. No IMDb. IMDb. No IMDb. IMDb. No IMDb. IMDb. He is TV. Yeah, no, I sure am, motherfucker. But well, we got a DS here right now that's trying to say that I'm not DB. So, of course, Liam, you want to give him a quick uh, rundown of the uh, game that you try to do every week? That I've <laughs> yeah, so the in? Uh, IMDB challenge, of course, Devin Bard's over here going up against the movie David database. Who is the real DB? Pretty much the idea of the game is we try to throw Devin like a movie trivia question that you would like use IMDB to answer. You know what I mean? Like kind of using IMDB to stump Devin. Okay. So uh, right. kind of things like maybe how many movies that like we've done, like how many Quentin Tarantino movies can sure. you name? Mm-hmm. You know, which order did these movies come out in? Sure. Stuff like that. All right. All right. Okay. I like, I like to use IMDB to research actors' old roles, like maybe roles I didn't know they were in. So okay. my challenge to you, IMDB, is okay. give me five movies that Sean Bean was in that maybe you didn't realize he was in. You mean Lord of Eddard Stark, so I can't <laughs> yes. go Game and of Thrones? No, you can't go Game of Thrones. Nobody you can't knows go he Lord was of the in Rings. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, no so you're going for obscure movies. Obscure. I'm a perfect judge on obscurity too. All right, I'll kind of just kind of like I've heard of it. It's fucking. Like, I don't necessarily like obscure, but I'll kind of give you. I'll, well, let me rephrase it. it. Doesn't have to be completely obscure because he's actually been in a lot of mainstream movies. But you just didn't realize he was. Okay, what about like a Stephen Root movies. thing where you're like, oh, he was in that too, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Because Sean Bean for a long time he was like he was one of those guys. One of the holy okay. shit, that was and Sean now Bean. he's yeah. the guy. From I even go even so. I got a couple in my head right now that I won't even go so. Old school with it. You're just like, oh, yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah. But I'll go a little old school. So I'll start with the first off, Ronin. Correct. Robert De Niro. Yeah. He was like the skittishy. Yeah, I was going to say, was that a De Niro one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I barely yeah. remember yeah. Ronin. Like, yeah. I remember the movie poster of that and I'm also yeah. going to go, I think this should count, uh, GoldenEye. He was 006. Correct. He was the he main was villain in GoldenEye. Uh, the yeah. bad guy in GoldenEye. I mean, I never played the game, but I did watch the movie. All right. Now, here's where I'm going to get a little. Does, uh, what about Black Death or Black Plague? Does that count? He was in it, but nobody saw it. <laughs> he came out post Game of Thrones, but Black. I will say that I, I did not Black know he Dad. was in Black Plague. And like Devin said, didn't know, know Black Plague existed. Black Death. No, all right. All right. Black well, Death is not one. All right. How well, about we, you can still try to name? I'll get a little new. Oh, right I take it back. Black Death was one. He was Ulrich in that movie. That's right. Okay, so there you go. I'll go, I'll go a little more modern too now, and just kind of like flip one on you. The movies you didn't necessarily realize he was in. How about The Martian? Correct. 
He was the he uh, was not guy. The, not and a, f- a little, not come on, f- everybody knows that he was director. the guy in The Martian. He was. He was the, the scientist director. nerd. Yeah. But here's a little like, interesting fact. Since I can't use Lord of the Rings, there's a part in that movie where they're using parts of yes, Lord of the Rings. Exactly. And then they he make calls reference out, and he's yes, like, I'll be Elrond. And I was right. like, no, dog, you don't get to be Elrond. You're obviously bored right. here. Right. <laughs> so that doesn't count. And then I'm going to throw this one in there because as a huge 90s Sandler fan, my man Sean Bean was in Pixels recently oh, as the meat general. You had to pull out Pixels. Devin's look of pride right now is uh, once again. Uh, I think I, uh, he had to pull out pixels on his pixels, come on, uh, and prove that he okay. is indeed DB. Yeah, so <laughs> it was a good one. That was well a done. More well done. That was a perfect IMDb trivia question though, because that's the exact kind of thing where you're looking through and you go, "He was in Pixels, fucking yeah, exactly." He always plays a good asshole. Like he was the main bad guy in the movie, The Hitcher. I don't. Know if he usually always dies that's, too. Yeah. That's an the, obscure. Uh, the remake like, of The yeah. Hitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the main bad guy in that. And he never, he suddenly lives through a role. Anytime you see Sean Bean make it out alive, you're just like, yeah, good for him. (laughs) He was also Odysseus in Troy. Yeah, he was. He was also uh, Percy Jackson's old man. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He's a... He's doing a lot of work, that is. Yeah, he's Mr. an original Bean's Steven Bean. Root, this Mr. Bean. But uh, R.I.P. to Eddard Stark, R.I.P. Well Boromir. Well hats off, hats and off. And more importantly, R.I.P. this episode, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> once again, that was Liam Whalen. I'm yeah. Devin Barnes. Big thanks to Dennis Smith. Yeah, Dennis, once again. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Job. Always a pleasure. Fan favorite, brother. Fan favorite. Great. Good times. Yeah, well, someone tells me we'll be seeing you sooner than later. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up. Yeah. Oh. It's time to get geeked up. Stand up. Time to get geeked up. I'm the two dudes. Still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Who is the... Who is the... Check your Snapchat. You might have video evidence that I am. Yeah, I forfeit. It's official. Devin is the sucker MC, y'all. Woo, baby. Isn't it a good thing? I have proof. I have proof. I've seen it happen. Stop getting geeked up. Hands in the air.